Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. I am your host, Kayleen, and today I have an interview episode with Brooke Bullock. She has been a longtime client of mine. I would consider her a friend, and she has just leveled up herself. She has stepped outside of her comfort zone and opened an online boutique called Confetti Closet, so make sure you check it out. Make sure you find her on social and let her know how amazing she has done, but I wanted to have her on this podcast because one of the things that we do through Gorgeous Strength is a Level Up Mastermind, and we're always helping women, or one of our passions is to help women step into that next level of themselves, which is exactly what Brooke has done. So in this episode, we talk about all the fears, all the obstacles, and what pushed her to continue moving forward. Now, please bear with us. We've had some sound quality issues and we got disconnected, but the content is absolutely amazing. So listen through to the end and we hope you enjoy it. Hey, Brooke. Hi, Kayleen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to do this interview with you. Me too. I'm so excited. Thank you for asking me. And thank you for making the time. Yeah, of course. Um, so we're just going to, we'll just dive right in. Um, but I, this episode, something that I'm working on right now with a group of women is a mastermind called Level Up. Okay. Are you getting some feedback on your end? Like some I noise? Am. Kind of some crackling. Let's see. There, it's gone now. I, okay, I think, like, when you talk, I can hear it, and when I talk, you can hear it. Okay, well, we'll just hope that it's not there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if it is there, then we'll redo this episode later, but. Okay. Um, so I'm doing what's called a Level Up Mastermind, and I've got a group of eight women in there and we're talking through like the next step in their life. And a lot of them have a goal to open their own business someday. And as I've been working with them the last couple of weeks, you keep coming to my mind. So that's kind of what I want to do this whole episode about is you and how you opened your business. But before we go into that, I would love to do a fun fact with you. So we always open every episode with a fun fact, something that maybe nobody knows about you. Okay, yeah. Um, so a fun fact is actually just a couple weekends ago, finished up my 200-hour yoga teacher training. So that was something that I've been working at since March. And um, I would drive back from school, back to Wichita, and do that on the weekends. And it was a really, really... And so now I am officially certified to be a yoga instructor. Congrats. Are you working at Hot Asana now? No, I'm not. Um, I'm hoping to make college if I move back to Wichita. But with me being in school up at K-State right now, it's just um, I'm too back and forth to be mm -hmm. having like a steady schedule there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, because you've got a ton on your plate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so 
For those that don't know Brooke, um, Brooke, as you just heard, is a college student. You Is this your last year? Yes, I technically graduated with my undergrad this December, but I'm getting my um, master's in accounting starting in January, and I'll finish that up um, December 2021. So I'm technically a senior, but I'll have one more year. Okay, so you're still in school, but you just launched an online boutique. So obviously this has been a passion project of yours and it's called Confetti Closet. Yes. Um, but before you opened that, during the summer of last year, if I'm right, you did an internship at a Fortune 500 company, right? Yes. So I, I am fascinated with this because um, I also used to work at that same company and I know the typical nine to five job life. And I also know being an entrepreneur, I know how exciting and creative that is. So I'd love for you to explain like what you're going to school for, what you want to do work-wise and how you came, you fell into this passion project of yours. Yeah. So um, I'm going to school for accounting and finance right now. I'm leaning more towards getting some sort of accounting job um, after college, whether that's um, a private company or a public accounting firm I haven't really decided that yet but um yeah so I kind of came to this major just because I love numbers and I love math and I knew I wanted to do something in business because I have always wanted to start a business of my own so I thought what better way than to learn numbers learn how um to kind of run a business on the back end and one of my accounting teachers gave me this advice my freshman year of college um, saying failing to plan is planning to fail. And so I decided to choose this major because I think like knowing your numbers and planning ahead with things like that can like, you can't have a successful business without it. And so, yeah, this summer I did an internship and quickly started to figure out that sitting at a desk and not feeling like Brooke if you can hear me I just lost you oh you did oh there okay so you said planning to fail is or failing to plan is planning to fail yes yes okay can you can you still hear me I can hear you now okay um so this summer when I was doing my internship I quickly learned that um kind of like a desk job sitting all day not being on my feet at all and not um not really making connections with people or feeling like I'm kind of helping people or bettering people is something that I didn't have every day to day. And so I quickly realized that really what I want to do with my majors is something that gets me really excited about, I guess, kind of helping other people. And I've always loved fashion and clothes. I shop way too much. I'm always online shopping. <laughs> Even if I'm not buying, I'm adding to my cart. I'm putting outfits together. I'm always trying to figure out different ways to put the clothes together that I have for different fun outfits. And I've been in a sorority um, here at K-State. And I've loved like helping people pick out their game day outfits and swapping closets with people and just seeing how happy it makes people to be in an outfit that makes them feel really good about themselves. And so basically this summer, I started to listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, 
research on the internet um, how to start an online boutique because I follow lots of them on Instagram. And I was like, I really, really want to do this. I want to help people have clothes that they feel confident in and that they open up their closet and they just have a bunch of clothes that they're really excited to wear because there's nothing worse than having an event like a wedding or going on a date or going to dinner with friends or getting drinks with girls and not having some like opening up your closet and being like, I have nothing to wear. There's nothing better than opening up your closet and being like, yes, that's what I want to wear tonight. And so um, basically on my way to work every day this summer, I had about a 30 minute drive to work. And every day I would play either a podcast or a YouTube video or something along those lines, just listening to how other people started theirs, the steps that they took, the advice that they had to give and things like that. And so I started kind of building a plan off of that. And I waited till I finished up my internship and I pretty much used all of the money that I made this summer and poured it into this business. And um, then when I got to school for this semester, um, I live in an apartment and my roommates are very kind to let me basically turn our apartment into a boutique. <laughs> I've got clothes everywhere and shipments <laughs> coming every day. Um, but they probably reap the benefits totally. of it. Though, so. Every time they're like, you're going to break my bank. Every time we open up a new box of clothes that come, they're like, okay, well, I can't not get that. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's been super fun, but that's kind of what inspired me was just having my very first internship and and sitting at a desk inside in an office all day and feeling like I wasn't really making a difference in other people's lives made me realize that I really want to follow a dream and do something that helps me get there. Okay, so I I want people to be able to relate because you have made it look so easy, <laughs> but I know it's not easy. right. And I I'm a numbers person too. And I remember same thing when I was working at that same company and it's nothing against the company. It's just a desk right. job. Like it wasn't serving me anymore. And I had this deep calling at that time to help people with fitness and nutrition. And I literally could not get that out of my head. Like while I was at work, while I was at home, I would wake up in the middle of the night, like so excited about this. Is that how you started? Yes, yeah, exactly. Like I was at work and I would be like super antsy to get home to work on it more. And like, <laughs> I still feel that way. And I've got so much schoolwork obviously to do, but I basically what I'll do is just get up like a couple hours earlier just to work on it before I need to start my schoolwork, things like that. But like you said, it's really not as easy as it looks. Like people kind of just say, oh, brilliant. You just buy clothes for cheap and you sell them for a higher price. And I'm like, no, there's so much more that goes into it. And there's so much that I still don't know. Like I have never even had to file my own like taxes, stuff like that. I'm only 21. And so um, I think just figuring out all of, like figuring out all of those steps and kind of like, I remember when you told me um, when you were doing my hair, you told me, 
everything is figure outable. And that has always mm-hmm. stuck with me when you said that because it, it, it was kind of daunting at first. Like, how am I going to get all the legal documents that I need? I need to set up a separate bank account. I need a way to track all of this. And, um, and then you have to kind of think strategy too, as far as, am I buying things that people will buy? Who is my target market? And one of the hardest things I think is my target market is very much, um, I would say upper teens to mid thirties and for, I would say for the most part. And that's hard because a lot of my friends and people who are buying right now are college students or just getting out of college whereas people who are my mom's age who do have like the money to go out and shop I'm not really targeting their market and so finding that balance has been has been just kind of trial and error just kind of seeing what works um but that part's definitely been one of the toughest as well and then kind of even just building the website. I've never been a techie person. <laughs> like I I know how to work an iPhone really well, but when it comes to like laptops and software and things like that, I am so terrible. So I just did I watched hours of tutorials and got advice from people and following their steps and I really just Doug and did a bunch of research and I reached out to a couple of other Instagram accounts that have some smaller online boutiques and asked them a few questions as far as how the taxes work, things like that. Um, but yeah, like that advice that you gave me, everything is figure outable. And I love that you held on to that because that's been something that I've held close to me when people look at you and you just launched it and it you've made it look so easy, it almost feels like even though that might be a dream of theirs or opening some sort of business of their own, it seems like they can't do it because you made it look so easy and they don't know how to get from point A to point B. But when I say, like, when I think it's figure outable, I think, you know what, I need to be resourceful. I need to use the network and the connections that I have, whether that's a YouTube, a podcast, or people, and ask intelligent questions so that I can continue expanding my knowledge and growing my business. Because I guarantee where you're at right now with your business, in a year from now, it's going to look so different. And you're going to look back and be like, why was I doing that? Exactly. Exactly. But right now where you're at, you don't know any different and it's just what's working for you right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I've definitely already even felt that way about some things like even, um, just like my packaging and not having like a label printer. Like I have been printing everything just with like a normal printer, cutting out the shipping label, taping it with packaging tape. And I'm Mm. like, I could do this in 15 seconds instead of five minutes if I would just simply get a label printer, things like that. But I didn't think of at first that I'm like, why would, why was I making that so hard on myself? But I think a lot of that just comes with kind of, yeah, just trial and error and you're not going to get everything perfect the first time. And I think one of the other hard things too, about, I guess, just this, this business in particular is with, COVID right now, you can't go in person Mm. and go to the markets like in Vegas and Dallas and places like that. So 
I've pretty much just been ordering all my stuff online, which is kind of a gamble because you don't know if it comes in just being a completely different look or color or material than you thought it was going to be. And so mm-hmm. kind of factoring that into like how I price things, um, just because you don't want to lose a whole bunch of money from ordering, ordering a big pack of things that you don't feel right selling because it didn't come in how you thought it was. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so how long, so now the confetti closet yeah. is launched and I know that you did a few, like a little social media campaign before it launched, but how long prior to the launch have you been working on this? Oh, um, I would say about four months from when the idea sparked to when it finally launched. Um, but I also, I would come home all summer, like every night and I would do research and I would work on things and I would, um, figure out how I could even build a website or like if I even could. And I promise that you can, because I am so terrible with technology (laughs) and if I can do it, anyone can. Um, but yeah, just totally. If you, if you love something, you always find the time for it. I believe that with anything in life and Mm -hmm. it's, it's funny, like what you, figure out that you're drawn to um it's just like what you can't stop thinking about and kind of like you said you wake up in the middle of the night like sometimes oh something will just like wake me up at four in the morning and I will get on my website and be like oh I want to change that to this color and I want you know I want to help customers make this easier by doing this and I just get so and so into it and I find myself talking about it all the time to my friends. I call my mom. I tell my boyfriend about it. Yeah. I can't get it out of my head about how can I make this better? How can I make everyone really excited about it? And um, it just, what drives me too is it just feels really good to have people like reach out to me and just be like, I love this. I, I wore it on my date last night or I wore it to this concert Aww. or, and I loved it. And I got so many compliments on it. Because I know that there really is no better feeling than going out in public or going to an event and like feeling so good about what you're wearing and feeling so good in it. And so when people will post a picture and share it to the Instagram or things like that, um, I normally share that with the public. Like I'll screenshot it and show everyone. And I, I just makes me feel so good to feel like I'm making a difference. Going into this, your your passion, we can all hear it through your voice. You're so passionate about it. But as you were getting ready to open it and you're like, I want to do this so bad. I know that I can change the lives of women through clothing. Was there ever a fear that was like, I can't, this, I can't do it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, first of all, I think that people assume that when you major in accounting or whatever you major in, you have to do that job. And so I think one of my fears was, are people judging me? Like, do Mm. people think that this is ridiculous? And why would she use like her degree for this instead of getting like a high paying public accounting job? And I think, yeah, I guess kind of having a fear of like being judged or having like my parents tell someone that that's what I'm doing. And they're kind of like, Oh, oh, like, you know, people, some people don't 
don't know like what an online boutique even is but I think some people just thought it was crazy they're like that's what that's what you want to do and so I think I had this fear of wondering what other people thought of it first of all but I came back to like this is something I'm really passionate about and I know I can make this successful and kind of that fear also drove me even more to Mm. to make it successful um but some other fears I had were like, will people even buy this stuff? You know, will, will when I launch the website, will orders even come in? I don't even know. What if I put all this money into it and people aren't interested in it? And I mean, that fear went away so fast. Like the people who love you, your family, your friends, they'll always support you when you're mm-hmm. starting a new journey in your life like this. And um, I think too, the fear of the logistics, like, how I was going to build a website. I had no idea. Um, and how I was going to make it work out of like my apartment (laughs) too. It's just like, I don't have this huge room to keep inventory or I don't have like a warehouse where I'm keeping this stuff. So I was like, how on earth, like, am I going to make this work? Um, so I think some of those things were, were my biggest fears but yeah you you just figure it out like I just went to Target and I bought a really long clothing rack and (laughs) I just bought some tubs and I you know I keep everything sorted and the platform that I use helps me keep track of all of my inventory and it makes it really easy for me but yeah definitely those were some of my biggest fears, but I think my number one was just what if this isn't successful? What if people don't like it? What if people don't like what I pick out? And um, just going for it and just launching it, I mean, that, that fear, it, it dissipated really quickly. So how, before you launched it, how did you mentally say, you know what, who cares if this doesn't work out? At least I tried it. How How did you get over that fear and just say, I'm going to go for it. And if it fails, it fails. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just having definitely support from like my family and my friends, like my roommates, um, who were all just really excited for me. Like (laughs) I would call my mom and just be, I would always just be like, what if mom, you know, what if, and she's like, honey, you know, just do it. And she, she would tell me, I am so proud of you. Um, she said like, I would never, ever take a risk like this. Like she goes, she goes, we're, we're really similar, but we're really different in that way that you would actually want to do something like this. And she's like, I would never like risk my like money or just like my, um, being afraid that like people would judge me for it. And she's like, I'm just so proud of you for wanting to do something that's so that you're so excited about and just getting an idea and going for it. And like that felt really good to me because it did make me realize, you know, a lot of people do have these like dreams and businesses that they would love to start things that they're really passionate about, but there's always something holding them back from it. Like some sort of fear of, yeah, being judged or something like that. And I read this quote and I posted to my Instagram story kind of like right, right after I launched, just kind of like as a reminder to myself, but I felt like I wanted to share it for other people. And I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said like, it said something like, yes, I know it's scary, but do you know what else is scary? 
looking back in 30 years and really wishing you had done something that you never ended up doing because you were afraid of failure and like being judged by other people. And 100%. I love that. It stuck with me. And like, after reading that quote was, I was like, yes, yes. Like whoever wrote this, I need to be friends with them because I love that. And I, well, it's like, this is the only life we get to live and you don't want to be 30 years from now, or you don't want to be on your deathbed saying, I wish I could redo all of this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I even look back in, for example, high school or middle school. And I'm like, I really wish I would have tried soccer. I really wish I would have tried volleyball, but you know, I don't want to have that about something that I'm so passionate about later down the road when I'm like, I could have, I could have done this and I never did because I was scared. And it's another one of those things where if you wait till you think that you're ready, you'll never do it. And Mm -hmm. people are like, Oh, you're crazy. Like you're a college student. I mean, how your, your parents must pay for you to do this or how are you doing this? (laughs) Actually, like (laughs) I was taking a summer class this summer, working a full-time job and doing this. And I, I did it all on my own. I was only 21. And so Mm -hmm. like, there really isn't an excuse to not go after something that like you really love or something you really, really want to do. Um, because yeah, like you said, there's only, you only get this one life to live. So you shouldn't just do the cliche thing. If you have a passion for something, you should go for it totally. Because Mm -hmm. before you know it, you'll be waiting till you think that you're ready. And then so much of your life has gone by. Like people tell me, even my dad at one point, which I don't mean to make it sound like he's not been supportive because he's been nothing but supportive. But at one point (laughs) he was kind of like, honey, don't you kind of think you're taking on a lot right now? Like going to school and doing all of this stuff. Like maybe, maybe wait until after you graduate. And I'm like, no, I want to do this now. Cause I can always find something where I'm like, oh, I'll do this after I graduate. Oh, I just started a new job all one year after I start a new job. Oh, I have kids. I'll wait till they get in school. You know, there's always something that like you can say, I'll wait until X to do this. A hundred percent. Before you know it, like 30 years has gone by and now it's too late. (laughs) So how do you, because I have a lot going on too, and I am very stingy, I guess I should say with my time. I have boundaries around my time and who I hang out with. And with you being in school, you also like attending games and coming back home to spend time with your family and doing your online business, just finishing up yoga training. How do you manage your time, but still be a college student who wants to have fun? (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's, that's a golden question. Um, I wake up really early. I'm an early bird and being in college, that's actually kind of nice because you're totally up before like the rest of the world <laughs> when you're mm-hmm. when you're living in a college town and you're the type of person that gets up at 7 a.m. Um, there's a lot you can get done before everyone else wakes up. So yes. I normally <laughs> um, I wake up and I go for a walk. I always like do a walk or a run. I do something and my roommate has a dog. And so I take her dog with me and I come back and um, I have like this little gratitude journal 
that has like my to do's goals and then like my schedule for the day. And so kind of what I normally start with is definitely my schoolwork, just when I have to have things turned in by or when I have my exams. So planning out like when I'm going to set aside like two hours to go to Starbucks or go to a coffee shop and focus on just that, like not switching tabs over to my online store, not switching tabs. You know, that's, that's always been really hard for me. I've always been like, Oh, I need to get this done or this done. And I jump around. So I think like forcing myself to focus on one thing at a time has been really helpful. And so normally, yeah, I'll wake up, work out. I'll go spend two to three hours on school and then I'll come back and spend time with my roommates or my best friends. They're all in my sorority and maybe we'll go grab lunch or something. And then normally like the mid afternoon is when I would spend time kind of on my business and um, taking pictures for it or working on my website or ordering new clothes, um, things like that. And then in the evening is kind of when I really get like my girl time with my girlfriends and my sorority friends and and my boyfriend too I think sometimes he kind of feels I think that's kind of where I struggle is balancing all of that Um, my boyfriend he goes to school here at K-State with me and he's on the baseball team so we're both really busy and so yeah sometimes it is hard balancing like all the people in your life that you love plus your passions Um, but I think how I balance that really is planning out my day from the beginning of the day and like really sticking with it and not letting like all the to do's get to my mind where I start bouncing around and finishing things halfway, um, Mm -hmm. finishing things completely before I go on to the next thing. And sometimes it takes longer than I thought it was going to, but, um, Yeah, it's I really kind of like I said earlier, you just you find the time for the things that you're passionate about. You find the time. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, so as we wrap this up, I want to know what has been the most exciting thing opening confetti closet so far. Ooh, um, I think just feeling like support from like every time an order comes in. I get so excited, whether it's mm-hmm. like my best friend or my mom or someone I don't know, um, or just like my friends and my sorority, I feel so supported and it like makes my heart so happy to just like have people that, that want to support me in my boutique. And I think that's been like the most exciting part is having people who are even kind of just acquaintances and that I haven't really had a chance to get to know. Um, supporting me and being like one of the, my first customers ever. Um, I was like, wow, that just makes me feel so good and just makes me feel so loved. I think that's been the most exciting part. I love that. And it know, it makes you know that you're on the right track yeah, because totally. these people love what you're doing. Yeah. So, okay. Well, where can people find out more about you and or confetti closet? So I have an Instagram and the handle is shop.confettiCloset and the website is shopconfettiCloset.com. And I also have a Facebook page just called the confetti closet. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you, Kayleen. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed it as much as we did, please share it on your social media and tag us or leave us a five-star review. You guys, if you also want to join the Level Up Mastermind, you can go over to the link in our social media accounts and get on the waiting list. We will send you all the details for the next launch. And until next time, we hope you have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. Bye.